to Modern Bitches Podcast, two babes talking lifestyle, relationships, parenting, and everything in between. Get ready for a wild ride, bitches. Welcome back to Modern <laughs> Bitches Podcast with Jordan and Ileana. We are talking about the Playboy show that scarred me for life. Um, I'm a little scarred now, too. I'm jealous of some nice knockers. Because you didn't know that if you searched Playboy, you were going to get nudes. So. Well, I searched <laughs> Mickey Garcia, and I spelled it M-I-C-K-E-Y, mm-hmm. like Mickey Mouse. Oh, you spelled it and wrong. And then wow. a baseball player came up, and then I spelled it the same, and then said "Playboy," and then no image, no her face wasn't showing off in the all news category. So I went to images, and then it's just like all nudes, <laughs> all her her spreads. I was like, oh wow, oh wow, all her spreads, and you know, it's like they got to have a nice bush to protect mm-hmm. their goods. Yeah. Which I'm kind of jealous of. Oh, like, natural. I'm like down with the 70s bush. I'm not going to lie. Well, it's definitely less work. I'm, you know, it depends on your hair texture. Because uh, it mean, could be some extra work there. <laughs> some trimming. I just. Some trimming and shaping. Wax everything. <laughs> I know. Like, when did we start thinking that, like, it needed to be all bare? I don't know, but. Like, who started that trend? Why was that even, like in existence why the add the extra work to our routine i know i'm like resentful that we just added something else to the I routine i have a standing appointment and like, torture mm-hmm. and straight up torture i know it is rough you and know i did it the whole time while i was pregnant too we choose to do this to ourselves i know it really is choice. it really is torture like but i'm so used to the pain now that I just feel like I can't do that. I like can't do the fine. waxing. I I did um, laser hair removal. I keep wanting to do it, but I didn't. I held off because when you have kids, it's pointless to get it because then it's almost like your hair just regrows back. Oh yeah, I learned. Like that you want to you want to do it like when you're not gonna have any kids. Same with like boob jobs and stuff. I learned that when I got off birth control because so I got all of the sessions that I was supposed to have of laser hair removal, full bod. Mm-hmm. And then um, once I got off birth control, my hair started growing back like crazy. Stop. Crazy. Like same thickness and everything? Um, After that, literally after that first session, my hair has never been as coarse as it was oh, okay. before. That's but what I'm it's just um, – it grows back more frequently, I should mm-hmm. say. But the texture is thankfully not the same. Yeah, yeah. Because it should be definitely finer. Yeah. But that's the thing about laser hair removal. It's not permanent. Like No, it's definitely not. But yeah. Even just having the texture change, mm. like what before I got it, my hair was so dark that mm. even if it was just barely Excuse the tapping, guys, because we're literally in work from home mode. So my dog is going to tap. And he is choosing 1039 at night to do this to us. He's okay. Yeah. 
just if it scares you if you're listening to this while you're driving because that happens <laughs> like when the tap when you're driving you're just listening oh like and all of a sudden you can hear it no but it's not that loud so yeah anyway so i got laser hair removal because my underarms were so dark because my hair was so coarse and mm-hmm. so dark that i like literally never wore a tank top until i got laser hair removal really? i never even wore a bikini until i got laser you know, hair isn't it crazy the things that make us feel like insecure insecure mm-hmm. like seriously like i I think about all the things women do to themselves. That's how I feel about having to, like, freaking bear it all. Yeah, because you look – and then I think, too, like, social media doesn't help because then you're constantly bombarded by these beautiful women with, like, perfect bodies. And then I look at myself and I'm like, what? <laughs> I look at myself, I'm like, blah, and then I do nothing about it. <laughs> and it's just a vicious cycle of – looking at these beautiful okay. people we're gorgeous uh, yeah no i really like i don't want to be that bitch but like i really don't have any issues <laughs> like, i really don't want to be that person you shouldn't have any issues though but i really don't have any issues. you shouldn't like i would like a boob job but like me too is it the worst thing in the world for me no because sometimes i think about if i got a boob job there's certain outfits i wouldn't be able to wear i know i think about that too i think more about the working out part I think like, oh, am I going to work out the same? Like, is it going to be different? I don't know. And then I think about that breast implant illness. Oh, have yeah. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. Where like you just have this autoimmune response to them and then you start to get really sick. And then like for a really long time, it, I don't even think it's still recognized as an actual like illness because mm-hmm. I think – but there's been enough people who have gotten their breast oh, implants yeah. removed and then they feel better. And through this whole, like, pandemic thing, I'm noticing that, like, a lot of the more natural um, homeopathic people who go down that path, mm-hmm. they've been taking their breast um, breast plants out. So, and they just feel a whole diff- – they just feel different. Like, mm-hmm. they feel healthier after they take them out. I've been seeing a really big trend of that within yeah. the last year and a half. I was following, I still follow her, this, um, I don't remember her name, um, on Instagram, this fitness page or whatever. We'll add her to the Yeah, to I'll the have credits. to find her. Um, but she posted, like, when she had her breast implants removed, and she said that she was suffering from depression. Um, she had a lot of gut issues, like digestive problems. She said that she had terrible breath. And it was like unexplained. She was like, I couldn't figure out why I had this horrible breath. And like, I did everything. Like I just had, was producing like really just like awful odors. Like, mm-hmm. and then I was, a, I was, she was aligning it all with like her gut issues. But then like, she's like, I just couldn't figure anything out. I just didn't feel right. Like I felt foggy all the time. And then she finally did a lot of research, decided to take her breast implants out. She said, literally it was like overnight like all her problems went away it's crazy like it's you really we go day to day like living in convenience and thinking that we have to we have to commit to long-term things Mm -hmm. to see change but honestly like once you get your body on track it's instant like Mm -hmm. a lot of the times it just clicks like when i was on that's exactly how i felt about birth control like 
I had so many issues and I felt like within 30 minutes of taking it out, I felt like a whole new person. Oh yeah. Completely oh, different. Oh, I believe that. Like less foggy, less irrational. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made me a little, I'm a little more, I'm a little bitchier off birth control. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, why? <laughs> I was, I was way more numb on it. Like, oh, I see what you're saying. Like you're just more awake. And more awake. You're I'm woke more, now. I'm more awake and aware. <laughs> Awake and aware, but yeah, but for any girl or for every any person suffering with like dark underarms, because I'm very passionate about this, because this was one of my biggest insecurities growing up, and I was so shy and like super insecure. If you try laser hair removal, it does lighten your underarms. I believe it. I, I'm gonna do it eventually. I just we need to figure out if we're like 100% done having kids because it's just a waste of money. Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt because all my shit's back. Mm-hmm. But it's so soft now. You don't even feel it. I know. It. I feel like I wouldn't even mind it. I feel like even like my legs don't really grow. The hair isn't – and I can tell it's not – it stopped growing in certain areas. And I've never had laser hair removal on my legs. It's just wet. Do you get your legs waxed? No. I've always shaved. Oh. Maybe it's just friction of wearing – Now That's we wear leggings. Thinking. Like mm-hmm. now we wear leggings and all these changes – you don't realize how they really yeah. do like change things. Like my stepdad in the seventies wore high socks, uh-huh. and his hair does not grow Dude. on his from where all his socks were yeah. over the years of like wearing it, the trend, the style. His hair does not grow there now. Interesting. I know even like on the bottom of my like the outside of my arms, mm-hmm. like I don't have hair there anymore. It's so weird. Arms, my arms are hairy. I have not gotten my arms lasered. Yeah, I have like definitely like this. And then I used to have more hair like on my upper arms and then I don't have it anymore. That's it's weird. Nuts. I hope if anyone else is going through this, please definitely let us know. <laughs> let us know we're not alone by being neurotic about hair growth on our body. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I can do without it. I just like it on my head and my, and my brows. I just does it. After the laser hair removal and my hair not being as coarse and dark, I can go, like, weeks. I could forget what to shave my legs. See, I really honestly do forget. I do, too, but it's not usually because I don't need to do it. It's just because I'm lazy to <laughs> do it. don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of move on. And then the, and then when you do remember and you look at your razor and, like, and you're just like, damn, bitch. This was on everyone saw this. Damn. Good thing I wear scrubs you're to work. Around like this. Good thing. I'm like, this is what happens when you're married. You just don't care anymore. It oh is what it gosh. is, people. No, I do try hard to like not do that. But sometimes time but gets sometimes away from it's me. It's hard. You just really there's so many things you have to take care of. Like think about your freaking skincare routine. Yeah. Like you're exhausted. I know, but I do really try to take care of my skin. Yeah, I'm pretty disappointed in myself that I didn't wash my face the last two nights. (gasps) How do you even sleep? I can't go to sleep without washing my face and brushing my teeth. I just can't do it. And I have to floss. Like, I cannot. If I go to sleep, I I won't be able to sleep. I have to. Like, my my eyes will be so tired and I'll still be thinking in my head. No, I'll just lay there and torture myself and think about it but not get up. No, I can't do it. I literally can't. I won't be able to sleep. I will. Even if I get home and I'm like tipsy, like if we had a night out, I will find that I wake up with a clean face and brush teeth. Oh, I wish. 
I, you know what it, it is that prevents me is I hate when the water drips down my elbows. Oh, and I like, hate that too. It's all over my counter. Like I will just get in the shower. Oh, I see. What you're I will not wash my face in the in the sink. I'm I just gonna towel. get in the shower. I put a towel right there. I'm just gonna get the whole body <laughs> in. That's a lot of work. And just do it, but I have to shower before bed. Like, oh, I shower in when, the mornings when I don't wash my face and I don't shower before bed. Then I'm like miserable in the but morning. You just told me you didn't wash your face for the last, yeah, the last two, two days. nights. That's what I'm saying. The last two nights, I have not showered before bed, and I have not put, <laughs> washed off my makeup. Like it's been a I long have week brushed for her, my you guys. teeth. My teeth have been brushed. So proud of you. But the rest, I just I gave up on. But during allergy season, there will not ever be a night that I cannot shower because I'll be up all night sneezing. Oh, do you get really calling. bad? Oh, oh, I get really bad hay fever. Oh. Or is it hay fever? No. Am I making things like up? Heat rush? No. Hay fever? Is that what they call it? I think it is yeah, hay right? fever. Okay. Yeah. I get really bad, like, seasonal allergies. Oh, horrible. Horrible. Like, yeah. Two boxes of tissue. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. Out here, it's not too bad, but in Sacramento, it was horrible. Which yeah. is weird that it's not too bad out here, because there's a lot of, like... I think because you're closer to the bay. Yeah. So maybe there's just more airflow. But yeah, I have to wash my hair because like everything gets caught in your hair from the day. You mm-hmm. I hate when my hair smells like outside. Like people who don't wash that, you don't wash your hair every day, huh? I don't. Yeah, your hair How looks shiny you know? in there. Because your hair looks like healthy and mine's hella dry because I wash it every day. It doesn't look dry. Now, since I put color in my hair, I don't wash it every day because then mm-hmm. I'll get blue all over everything. But... Yeah, I like wash my hair every day. I can't. I I maybe at the most every other day. Not even that's a lot. That's a lie. I do it like every three. Every yeah, three to four days I wash my hair. But I have naturally curly hair too. Well, I have naturally really wavy hair. So if, But I don't wear it natural because it's way more work to wear my hair natural than it is to just like straighten it or Yeah, I have to re really wet my hair. Like I can't wear my hair curly three days in a row. Like oh, no. it'll just be dry and frizzy. I wash my hair more often when I wear it natural yeah. and I use a lot more product and it takes me a lot longer to do anything in my life. We literally went on a whole tangent when we were supposed to be talking about the Playboy show, but give us a second and we'll be right back to get into that amazing, but very trauma-inducing show. Trauma-inducing and like just, it really pulls at your heartstrings as a woman. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. We'll be back. Welcome back. So we're going to dive into play the most recent episode of Playboy just for a second. Um, this episode went into more of the corporate side of the Playboy enterprise. Is it enterprise? Yeah. I think so. Why did I say enterprise and just went straight to Star Trek? <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally, my mind went Wait. straight to Star Trek and just threw me completely off. I never watched Star Trek. Me neither. Well, oh. I mean, I have watched the the new the new. Um, I never movie. saw the new one either. Oh my gosh! With what's his name? With the blue eyes. <gasps> He's so gorgeous. And, and um, Benedict Cumberbatch, which oh, I love I him. He's such about. a great actor. No, yeah. Um, the only reason I ever even watched Star Wars because one, I call her my cousin. Her name's Silver. I love you, Silver. 
was like so i grew up with her and like she loved star wars like die hard to this day love star wars and i only watched it because of her that's how my mom is i watched the new one because or like the like third last new one with her but i was like this is really good like i would actually watch this and then once i saw like yeah i just couldn't get into it but star trek i could get into but anyway we um go into the corporate side of playboy and it follows these women who actually were like they had very established positions in playboy as women so they were the first of kind of this new era of women being executives and directors and it still didn't fucking matter still didn't matter that they were executives didn't matter that they were directors didn't matter that they were the first female in this position they were still treated like they were nothing like they were bunnies like they were bunnies yeah i think there's just i think that just kind of goes to show how there is such a stigma on women who work in that type of an industry Mm -hmm. you know like to me a job is a job and you still have the power to say yes or no and even though they had left that part of their career behind Mm -hmm. like people were still seeing them you know as sex objects. As sex objects. And, and worse than that. Yeah. Worse than a sex object as their own personal. Like, I I do not know you, sir. Yeah. And, and like, just totally, yeah. like, sexual harassment in the workplace. Like, the works. And, you know, trigger warning. Um, yeah, on that episode. There are very, like, sexually sensitive topics on here. Um, but some a lot of the women, if not all, were raped. Mm-hmm. by people that they knew and work with or fondled and just like emotionally and sexually abused by people who were working alongside them and who should have shown them professional courtesy courtesy at, and respect yeah at the least at the least and it like you said it's like the stigma of them being bunnies at one point in their career and being seen as these as these i don't know sirens i guess yeah like men are looking at them as if it's they're meant to be enticing to them free for all yeah like they're free for all and it's just horrible that this has been this was going on so early in the playboy legacy and all the way until probably now Mm -hmm. and these women are just barely able to get these stories out and so many of them have the same exact stories like it's just repetitive and honestly it makes you hate men watching this mm-hmm. and i struggle with that a lot with like just being disgusted by men and their genetic makeup <laughs> i know i just i think like i don't know i just think so much about culture mm-hmm. and just how much plays into that and what is deemed acceptable and what is deemed unacceptable. And I think that's why Hollywood and like the Me Too movement and everything was such a big thing because it was everywhere. You know, like women were, especially in Hollywood, like were being. Oh, and still are. Yeah, had to do like sexual favors. And if they felt like if they didn't do it, that they weren't going to their get the part or their job was at Jeopardy. Like 
that's ridiculous. You should never feel that way. No, like the Mickey, Mickey, who I was talking about at the start of the episode, Mickey Garcia, um, was up for Playboy Bunny of the Year, mm-hmm. and she was invited to see Hef. And she said that she knew she had a gut feeling that he wanted to see her and that it was going to turn into a sexual act. act. And she knew she didn't want to do it. And so she refused. And as soon as they rode back to the office, they announced that a different person was going to be. And that was – and her superior was a woman Mm -hmm. who – went along with this entire thing going mm-hmm. on in Playboy until this day says that nothing nothing um inappropriate went on while she was working there. She still stands by that that she wasn't involved in any of this. She didn't see any of the men be um involved but she in knew, this act. But you knew and, what was happening. Yeah, I mean she and as Mickey says, she was there. She was the one telling her you need to go upstairs with Hef. And she denies that, which is fine. But as much as, like, I love to, like, bash on men after I watch things like this, Mm -hmm. there are women who go along with it. Mm -hmm. And there are women who help men destroy other women. Mm -hmm. And I think in this society, it's, like, so easy for us to be, like, fuck men, fuck this. But it's, like, every – I feel like – us as women have so much power that we do not tap into that we don't even understand our own influence on men. Because, you know, everything starts with a mother. Yeah. Lack thereof or too much of, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything starts with a mother and how they raise their children and how we and, – and you as a woman in a relationship, how you influence that man, how you accept that behavior is how he's going to see his next relationship – and treat the next woman because if you accept a certain behavior, he's going to think every woman accepts that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's very broad. Obviously, there's every instance is different. But we as women, we don't take this power. We don't stand in our power and understand how much influence we actually have. I get so frustrated when I see women begging for like begging for this power and begging to be heard and begging to be seen and it's just like no you already have that just take it just this take person it person is not for you yeah just take it this situation's not for you this person's not for you like if you are not being seen or heard you are not in the right place those are not your people and it's time to move on because you have too much respect for yourself to stay in that position but i think that's kind of like you know how they always talk about like you want to break the chains or those ever revolving cycles in life mm-hmm. where like if you were raised by someone who like let's say you were raised in like an abusive family where like the dad was the abuser and your mom was like a victim mm-hmm. and you grew up seeing that I feel mm-hmm. like it could potentially make you only believe that that's that could be your vision of love. Oh yeah, right? like nine I, out of ten. That's yeah, and how I feel like that's so sad. And I think and you know the one percent. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why it's important to recognize those signs and be there to support other women. Yeah, to kind of show them that there's other that that's not love, you know, and that they're worth so much more. Mm-hmm. And even like the stigma that like all strippers have daddy issues, like that drives me up the wall so much because it's taking complete 
It's taking the responsibility of the man that might have failed that girl. (laughs) I know. You're literally saying to me that it's her fault for her life decisions, but no responsibility on the man that failed her. I've known. Now men can take advantage of this lack in her life. Yeah. Like, how sick is that? But let me tell you, I've known women who work in that industry and I follow people who work in that industry and they are some of the smartest women Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. there. One of them I follow on YouTube and I catch up with, I watch her videos every now and then. I think her name is Christina Villegas or something like that. She started stripping when she was 18. She owns a whole apartment complex now. She saved up all her money and invested into this apartment complex. It's like literally planning for her future. And I think that that is a form of taking your own power. Oh, yeah. You know, she's, I mean, mm-hmm. she knows her worth and she made something of what she earned. And in reality, as a stripper, you're in the dominance seat. Yeah. You're, so, yeah, that's already taking power. And I use, I use that example only because it's the most common, but even women being like sexually empowered oh they have daddy issues if they're sexually more dominant in their life and you know don't get me wrong there are of course there's a lot of like hindrance that it comes from having you know not having that father figure in your life Mm. but again that's not your fault that's his fault the responsibility that's not your responsibility that was his responsibility so why someone can judge you off of that is just completely ridiculous but not every sexually empowered woman has father issues. No. And you cannot. I feel sexually empowered and I didn't grow up with my dad around. Like, well, that's the point. That's the you point I'm what trying I'm saying? to make. Well, I'm going to help you make the point. No, that's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm going to help you make the Because you would be the, the stigma. No, but I'm saying, I know. And, yeah. I, and I think like, I've, t- I've had this conversation with people before. Because I think when people realize you don't have like a dad around. That oh, is yeah. the automatic signal, like, oh, you must have daddy issues. Oh, you must be fucked up in the head. Even when I started dating Mike and, like, some of, like, people that I knew and knew he was a little bit older than me, they were like, oh, it's probably because you have daddy issues <gasps> that you're attracted to older men. And I'm like, same girl. that has nothing to do with it. And the reason I am attracted to older men is because I feel that I'm more mature than the Guys that are my age. And even the ones that are older. A lot of the time. Because you have to really skip like 10 plus years to even get that Yeah. So match. to me, it's like so offensive when people say that. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, like I truly believe that age is nothing but a number. And I think that you're going to connect with someone just like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't matter. Like, But why is that judgment? on you for liking older men and not a judgment on a man for liking younger women. Like exactly. That's, I mean, my entire life I've dated older men and it took a long time for me to realize that maybe there was something wrong with them and why they were interested in me. Mm-hmm. I was too busy trying to prove how grown I was mm-hmm. and how, you know, responsible I was mm-hmm. and how I needed to run with somebody who had them who was established in their life because that's how I wanted to be mm-hmm. but I didn't look at this man and say why is he interested in someone as young as me as one as inexperienced as me mm-hmm. what is he lacking 
that he can't run with women his own his age. age. Well, they said they talked about this on the Playboy Mansion. One of the yes. older women said yes. of this. She said, you know, a lot of these guys, there's a reason that have only had younger girlfriends exactly. because he knew how to manipulate them and groom them mm-hmm. into being pe- the type of girlfriend that he wanted exactly. because you would not be able to pull that shit on a grown ass woman. Exactly. And I feel like that's so freaking true. And that is not talked about enough. Like, mm-hmm. especially when we kind of, um, who, who turned that stigma around? Like in Hollywood, when a woman would date a younger man, it always became a big deal. But then when a man had a younger girlfriend, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it was, it wasn't out of the ordinary. That's yeah. just like, Oh, he likes him young. Why does he like him young? Mm-hmm. Why? Please tell me. Yeah. Tell me why you're interested in this girl who's seven, eight, nine years younger than you. Yeah. You know, Omar? No, just kidding. I know. Well, it's funny <laughs> you say that because I remember when um, Mike and I were like not officially dating or anything like that, but he was kind of like on my tail a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was being so mean to him because – I knew there was an age difference, and I'm like, what does this guy want with me? You know uh, what I mean? Yep. And I said, yep. I said it to him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? what's wrong with you that you can't get someone your own age? And it makes you feel like, just from someone having the same experience, like it makes you feel like you want to go harder on them and like be ruthless with mm-hmm. them. Because oh, you, and I was. You kind of have to <laughs> prove like you can't fuck with me. No. You know? And I mean, that's not to say that women who are in their same age range – aren't dumb and can be manipulated because yeah, it could go know, both ways it could definitely go both ways but still it like makes you feel like you have something to prove and you could you have to prove that you cannot be manipulated you mm-hmm. cannot be taken advantage of yeah like they're not going to pull one over on you and then it kind of makes that power struggle and i'm you know a lot of people hate to like say there's a power dynamic in relationships but it's there just is. facts like i'm sorry there's facts mm-hmm. um, <laughs> there is a power struggle there especially if you are younger than your partner mm-hmm. and having to fight for that power isn't always healthy but that's the stigma that we're under and unfortunately we have to be more aware of that because no one talks about it no and when you realize it for yourself it's not it's not a fun lesson to learn oh no i think especially growing up with like a single mom mm-hmm. who later got married and I hated my stepdad. Um, but like there is a power. It was hard for me. I always thought like, I always, I think I always come out more aggressive. What did you call it? When you use your masculine energy, energy mm-hmm. more. I think that is why mm-hmm. I use my masculine energy more. And I lead with that more because I feel like growing up, I always felt like I had more to prove. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like I was always on the defense you know, with people. And I feel like when you learn that so young, it's so hard to shake as you get old. I've gotten better, especially in my teens. Oh my God. I just feel like I struggled a lot just trying to find who I am and the person that I want to be Mm -hmm. because I felt like I came off very aggressive and that it, that was, I was a work in progress. Like I've learned over time that that isn't the best way, obviously, you know? So I don't know. It's mm-hmm. interesting. And that's your inner child healing. You have to like talk. You kind of have to go back in time 
and like mentally you sit down with that little girl that you were and like explain to her the things that you wish the things that you know now you have Mm -hmm. to like go back and explain to yourself of like it's okay that this happened because this is now happening it's Mm -hmm. okay that you didn't have control over this and it's okay that you reacted that way Mm -hmm. you know you have to kind of talk to yourself and go over things and forgive the situations that you were unfortunately in oh yeah you know Yeah. And I think that's why like life is such an evolution, right? Like I feel, I look at my life as an evolution of me, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't see, I see myself as a completely different person than Mm -hmm. I was like even five, 10 years ago. And I'm so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. But I'm also, a lot of my childhood experiences and just growing up were painful, but I, I'm actually thankful for them for those experiences because I truly feel like as cliche as it sounds like I wouldn't be who I am today I don't think I would have endured a lot of my uh, the trials that I've come across as an adult Mm -hmm. the same way Mm -hmm. and so I look at my life very humbly now like I we were kind of talking about this before we started recording but I like look at my life now and I I look I reflect on, you know, my childhood and stuff. And I'm like, how did I even get here? Mm-hmm. You know, like you look how? look back with gratitude Oh, now. 100%. Mm-hmm. I am like, I am full of gratitude because I think, how did I get here? Like, who would have known that this decision, you know, would have led me here and that decision would have led me here? Or maybe like the loss of this friendship pushed me this way. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it just, I, I truly believe that everything in your life happens for a reason. I don't believe in coincidences and I, and I, and I, and I'm just, I'm thankful, you know, for my life lessons. How beautiful is that to get to that place of like, you can just sit with it and just be like, you know what? I'm grateful. And I'm just, I'm not going to be resentful. I'm not going to hold anger. Like, obviously there's, it's okay to have those feelings, but like to just release that, the power that they have over you oh yeah and just sit in gratitude and just be like my life is great I'm not even going to like dwell over something that I've grown from yeah and I think like people in my life that um that have tried to reestablish relationships with me now in my life and I've denied those relationships but I I don't do it from a place of like maliciousness, like, oh no, like I'm gonna come at you because mm-hmm. you did this. I really don't. I've I don't hate anyone in this world. I think that's such a strong feeling that takes from you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just want a peaceful life. Yeah, and me forgiving fit. you doesn't mean that I'm gonna re allow you to enter yeah. my space. It just means that I have let go of that you know, those feelings and, you know, any ill, is that ill will will Mm -hmm. feelings and that I'm in a place of, you know, contentment and And boundaries are healthy. Totally. Boundaries are healthy. Everyone should, you should never feel guilty for your boundaries. Boundaries are healthy. You should feel guilty for not communicating your boundaries, Yeah, (laughs) but not for having boundaries. And it's like sometimes people don't fit into your story. You know, yeah. that's an old that's an old chapter. Like you don't fit into this new 
this new way that I see that I see this creation of my mm-hmm. life, you know? What is it they say? What's that saying that people either come into your life to teach you something? Oh, seasons. They yeah. come into your life in seasons. And I think that's true. Do you think that's true? I do. I do think that's true. I do think that's true. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily as advanced in my healing journey as you. <laughs> I do have resentments, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I grew up seeing my dad have, like, he did have a lot of younger girlfriends and it was a different girlfriend every single weekend. Mm-hmm. But then he also had like older women that were broken mm-hmm. and you can see how broken they were. Like you could, how crazy to see that as a child. Yeah. And like recognize that. Yeah, no, you could see how broken they were. And like I, I mean, I don't even know how old I was. I think I was like thirteen when I told one of his girlfriends, like, he's not a good guy. Like <laughs> he's not a good guy. And wow. I don't you're just and I I think I even told her like you're repeating cycles because I overheard their conversation that she was like in an abusive relationship before him. And I was like, you're just repeating the same thing. Like, and then she tried to tell me something about my life. And I was like, mm, you're not, you're not you're open just to projecting. hearing. I was like, you're not open <laughs> to hearing. So the session has ended. It's fine. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't get yeah. it. I was like, you don't get it yet. You'll see soon though. You can't sit with me for now. No, like keep it moving. Yeah. And I was like, I was literally um, at that time. I was court ordered to stay with him for a weekend. So I was like literally a prisoner mm-hmm. in this woman's home I've never met. He was living with her and she was trying to get to know me. And I was like, you do understand that like your boyfriend, quote unquote, boyfriend's daughter is court ordered to be here. Did not choose to be yeah. here. And I'm in a stranger's home and you're trying to tell me what I'm feeling is wrong. Like, are you not broken? Like, do you, you not have insane? some self work that you need to be For focusing real? on instead of trying to build a relationship with a fraud? But yeah. that's on you, girl. I hope she found the help that she needed. But anyway, <laughs> um, and that's when I'm talking about how women not helping other women. And like, I, I was know. a child. Dude, I am constantly disappointed by women. Yeah, me too. We need to take so much more responsibility for our actions and for the way that we go about life and the way that we treat other people, like other women. And it's just insanity to me. Like, I try to look at every person as a human being. And I try to, I consciously am aware that everyone's going through something. And Mm -hmm. like, if you act like a complete bitch, I really don't take things personally. Like, I've never been one who takes things personally. Mm -hmm. I just am like, you're dealing with something. <laughs> Today is not your day. Like, honestly, I'm just like, it's just, I'm probably not getting the best you right now, you know? Or at least I hope so. Like, I really hope so. Like, you cannot be this fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's true. And I just feel like we lack that. A lot of the times we lack empathy and we don't see, we see other women as competition, as like, I don't even know. Is it competition? Is that what really, where it really boils down to? I always like that saying where it's like, we're all flowers in a garden. You know, we're all like individuals. Why do you have to like 
compare yourself yeah. to like the flower next to you. It's just as beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I think with women, especially now, I think with social media, I think everything is such a competition. Like who's the fittest one? You yeah. know, who's the prettiest one? Who's, you know, has the hottest boyfriend? Who has the nicest purse? Who has like the, I don't know. I think, I think women, we're just competitive with each other and it's so unnecessary. I, and you don't see, I don't feel like you see guys doing it as much. And I really feel like it's a lack of knowledge on how to communicate. Like when we watch these housewife shows and I understand that part of it is for like, entertainment so they can't just be all kumbaya all the time Mm -hmm. okay cool whatever but there's a huge lack of communication between these grown ass women and i'm just like is that what real life is is it just us not knowing how to communicate can you just say she hurt your feelings like can you just pull her aside and be like it hurt my feelings we didn't compliment my awesome outfit and that's it (laughs) and then the other and it's okay for the other person to say i'm aware of that now and let me tell you, there's nothing like speaking the way I do <laughs> to someone who, like, is not prepared to have someone be so calm mm-hmm. when they're talking something out with you. Like, that could be triggering for some people because you're mm-hmm. not reacting in the way that they expect. Oh, yeah. I've learned to be that way. Or now, like, I was very explosive, like, in my teens and, like, Mm, up till I think my maybe 20 Mm -hmm. I like I really did a lot of self work Mm -hmm. because like I said I grew up always being on the defense like feeling like I was always having to like defend myself or whatever and so like I came to this place where I'm like no I'm just not gonna react I'm gonna just take it in Mm -hmm. I'm gonna process and I'm just going to use my words and be honest about how I feel. And I've gotten so much better with it now. And it's funny because people really don't know what to do. No, they don't. When Mm -hmm. you give them a reaction that they're just not expecting, Mm -hmm. you know? Because they, like, they've set it up in their mind how they want it to go. Mm -hmm. And they've prepared themselves for an argument. And then when you do not argue with someone... They feel like you cheated them because they have this reaction that's ready. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, that may be – that's just not something I accept in my life any longer. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not here for that type of energy. If you'd like to talk this out and, you know, go about it in a calm manner, we can do that. But I'm just not going to get into the explosive disruption anymore. That's why I feel like if I was a housewife, I would have fun because then I could bring that inner me back out. Oh, yeah. And be explosive. Can't wait to pop off. <laughs> oh, I'm like, please. Sometimes there are days where I'm like, I wish anybody you would talk to me or look at me a certain way because I haven't gone off in years mm-hmm. and it, it's in there. Mm-hmm. It'll come mm-hmm. out. Yep. You need a hobby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You need to get no, this pent up. No, I don't really now. think no. I have that much pent up frustration. Just no, I totally understand what you mean though. You're just like, just someone give me an excuse to just really react right now. Yeah. Don't try me right now. Like, I don't even have uh, road rage. I think road rage what? is more disruptive to you than it. Like, it just doesn't matter to other people. Oh, well, I don't have road rage either. My 
son's therapist has road rage and she talks to me about it all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, no, you need to chill. I can't. My relax. mom has horrible road rage. Like if you're on the phone with her while she's driving, like on her Bluetooth, half of your conversation is her yelling at somebody. Oh man. And I'm just like, oh, this energy, it's exhausting. I can't do this. I my biggest pet peeve when I'm driving is if the light you're at a red light and it just turned green. Literally just and turned green. And someone talks you. I'm like, oh, are you serious right now? That will make me pop off. That will make I'm like, it just turned green where are you going and i always wait a couple seconds when it turns green and you should because there's always people who like run try to light. run the light and mm-hmm. i've been hit twice mm-hmm. for leaving right when it turns green and i got t-boned twice yeah no so i've learned my lesson so i don't care if you honk at me yeah you have to have patience and i hope that through this whole life change that everyone's been on with like working from home and stuff you know companies are a little bit more lenient on like tardiness mm-hmm. and i feel like that's so needed because the like the corporate setup like if you're late you feel like you're gonna lose your job yeah you know? i feel like there's hey guys welcome back sorry for that drop off right there we i guess we reached our threshold of 30 minutes within one sitting of talking <laughs> so we like hearing ourselves we got off on um, you know another tangent but okay we have to talk about the housewives of salt lake city switching gears switching gears um house go watch playboy but okay we're watching housewives of salt lake city now and what was happening with whitney rose whitney and her husband what's his name I have no clue. Who cares? Body. Holy. Paint. She's in lingerie. 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 <laughs> like, okay, when he opened the door and saw her, and then I was like, he saw the camera behind her. Like, it's just so annoying for such an intimate situation. Like, you know there's cameramen all around you with lighting. Yeah, and she's wearing this, like, lingerie, like, literally. Like, literally. She pops this bottle of champagne. It goes all over her. And then she starts to pour it down her breasts. And he literally motorboats her. And, like, when you watch the It was scene, uncomfortable. He's getting into it. Like, it was uncomfortable. As if there's not cameramen all around them and i was like they literally probably have a kink of like wanting to make a sex tape don't or they something. have a sex room or like porn i don't think so i think she just like is a little freaky freak yeah i don't know but that... i feel like they have a kink of like wanting to like make a porn and they're like this is our time would Let's you do, do that it. no oh oh no i i don't oh, need no. to see that no i can't I don't want those angles. Me either, girl. Like, back in the day when, like, all my friends were like, oh, my God, when, like, sex tape stuff was big. And I was like, oh, like when Paris Hilton. You're so dumb. Oh, did you watch that Pamela Anderson? No, I haven't. But I love Sebastian. We'll have to watch that. Side note. so cute. Um, Yeah. But they're, like, they're literally getting intimate. And it's just crazy. Like, if you look on our Instagram, um, at Modern bitches podcast bt dubs i posted like a screenshot and it lit you have to take a second look because you literally think i just posted some (laughs) porn yeah for real but they were doing some like sex art 
which I'm totally a part of. Like, I liked the that. idea. I didn't like the execution. I was just going to say, like, the execution was Yeah, no, but I like the idea. I don't know if I'd be into it. I don't think Mike would be into it either. Oh, uh, yeah. This would have Mike to be a would fan- be like, is this necessary? This would be a fantasy that would this just stand in my mind. This is going to get under my nails. <laughs> this is going to... He hates being dirty. Like, he's like Mr. Clean Freak. He'd be worried about pink getting on the wall. I'm going to... um. I'm going to plead the fifth on this one, you know? But I really think this is a fantasy that would just stay in my brain because there yeah. would be no executing this. I'm, we're not doing this. Just I'm not doing this because I don't want to clean it. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. Nothing about that sounds appealing to me. It would be pretty me. cool, though, to have, like, an art Your piece. Your ass print. But, like, to have, have, sex to on have a piece an art of paper. piece. No, on, like, on a canvas. Like, you do it on canvas. Mm-hmm. And then you have the canvas cut and mm-hmm. put up on a display. And I think that would be so amazing. So when people came to your house and you had on display, like, that's so beautiful. And I'd be like, I oh, know, yeah. bitch. I made that while I was No, playing. I wouldn't tell them. You wouldn't? I'd I would be like, just that's be like, the best part. It's art. Appreciate it. Sex art. Sex art. I would tell them. Intimacy art. Like, don't touch that corner. Ew, disgusting. <laughs> How big would the canvas be? I mean, I feel like it would have to be pretty big. Like, full body? Or would you only take, like, a small piece of it? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, would I cut some of it? I wouldn't do it to begin with. So, so we don't need to speculate. I just don't really know. All right. Well, any hoozles that shit was so uncomfortable and then in this episode um we get to lisa's vita oh Um, yeah i loved her theme party her thing yeah her vita party for her vodka line her and her husband and some weird things start going on between mary and jen jenny I think Jenny went a little too crazy. She lost her mind. I think she was just doing a little too much for the cameras. It was like, Jenny, here's my whole thing. Here's my whole thing. You don't even like Mary. Why do you want her to say hi to you? You want her reaction so badly. Yeah. No, but to me, it's like, if I'm at a party and someone that I know that I'm not getting along with is there and they're choosing to ignore me, I would be grateful. Great. One less person I have to talk to that I don't have to play nice with or have any type of confrontation with. Why was she so upset that she was ignoring her? Who cares? Who cares? I just can't believe how much of an outburst happened at a party. Like, she really went balls to the wall with that. Oh, she you committed. See, but you didn't see Jen Shaw when she did no, it. No, I did. Yeah, well, you did. That's that what she's was, like. But that was at her like, own I did party. It first. But that was at her own party. Yeah, I would this never do that this is at someone, someone else's, else's party. party. Like, at your and own then Lisa party. was like, it's okay, girl. I don't care. She's oh such God. a people pleaser. She's my favorite, I think. I love her. I hate when they're always like on her so much. I know. Can't you tell she's hurt? I know. She needs some love too. Yeah. Well, I just feel like because she's a people pleaser. And yeah. so she's she doesn't like choosing sides. And then they all get on her about choosing sides. Like Jen Shaw at the end of it was like, do you see? Do you see what a shitty friend Meredith is to you? And you're over here, like, I'm like, stop trying to make her pick a side. Yeah. Like, leave her alone. I just, um, I just can't get over how Mary just says some real hitters under her breath. Um, what else did she say on this one? She, she said something. Like, oh, you're going to get hood on me? Oh, yeah. Like, antagonizing the shit out of her, but then, like, keeping it. She's like, oh, whoa, I got to go. Like, <laughs> I was 
dying. She was so funny. I, I just, was laughing too when she showed up, you know, by herself because she always goes everywhere by herself. And she's like, I don't even know anyone at this party. And I then know. the guy comes up to her and they're like, hi, Mary. She's like, oh, hi. <laughs> Literally. That was Lisa's husband. Yeah. But I was, yeah, she just like said some real good hitters under her breath and it's just entertaining as hell. But to it's me. annoying because it's under the breath. If you're such yeah. a bad bitch, yeah. Like, be. But it's true, no one came to her rescue. Because no one fucking likes her. Yeah, but she was like, and they just let that happen. And I was like, damn, you know what? I didn't even think about that. As I was watching it, I wasn't like, why is someone sticking up for Mary? Because it's just like, why would they? Which well, because I feel like she just, okay, what Jenny did was uncalled for. Why mm-hmm. are you throwing the glass for a girl? Mm-mm. That's assault. Why are you running after her like yeah, that? Yeah, why do you care so much? And then when she ran into Whitney or just like kind of pushed Whitney, Whitney was like, oh, Oh my gosh. I was like, oh my god, these girls are too sensitive for me. Too sensitive. What I would give for you and I to just have been like, you know, guests there. Can we just get a Housewives of Pleasanton or a Housewives of East Bay, please? Like, Andy, call us up. We'll help you recruit. I just don't know. It's just us. Oh, just (laughs) us too. I'm just kidding. But well, like, so we, we would, um, it would, we'd have to have like a audition. I don't really know any other. I, I mean, I know a few, but um, let's not get into that. But <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know if I could play the game. I think you could. I could. <laughs> I think you and I could. But you know what? To be honest, but with we'd you, have to be in alliance together. I was raised by like the queen mean girl, like my mom. Literally, sometimes I have to tell her, like, girl, you're being such a mean girl right now. Really? Like, she'll be setting people. We'll have a conversation with other people, and she's setting them up right in front of me. And I'm like, did you really just set her up right now without her knowing? Like, like what? She's like the queen mean girl. Um, She puts people together. Like, like instigating kind of? Not instigate. She'll, like, let people bury themselves. Oh. Like, when when someone is saying... I'm glad you're telling me this now because I haven't met your mom in oh, person yet. it's so funny when okay. she does it. Because she hasn't done it in a while, but, like, back in the day when she would, like, go out a lot and, like, have a lot of girlfriends and stuff. And, like, I've always had a lot of friends over. Like, my house was mm-hmm. always a house that everyone went to. So when she would, like, get in a conversation with someone and they would just, like, think she's agreeing with them, but she mm-hmm. really... Did not like what they were saying. Yeah. And she would just get more and more information out of them. And then they would just, like, bury themselves. And I'm just like, you don't even know the setup that's going on right now. <laughs> and I could just tell, like, back in the day, my mom was, like, the queen bee in her little Damn. her little uh, crew. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, you'd be so good on housewives. Oh, yeah. Like, literally. They need people like that. I know. I know. Sometimes I'm tempted to, like, follow her around and make her a TikTok. Oh, you a should. A little mini TikTok reality show. Yeah, why not? But now we don't live together anymore. Oh, so. I guess there's your downfall to that plan. I know. I know. But yeah, East Bay, Housewives, Holla. Yeah, those Salt Lake City girls, though. I can't wait to watch the reunion. Ooh, the re- what is Meredith wearing? Dude. What that is Meredith is like- wearing? Big Bird's nemesis. But is there like... That outfit is Is there just- a breast... Plate. I don't know. Cover. Because her thing going on. What's going on? This came up last season too. Because in her one of her interview outfits, she was wearing this like um, low cut 
shirt or something. Is it the purple blazer? No, it was like orange or something. I don't remember, but her cleavage looked really weird. It looked weird. Um, not like trying to attack her appearance or anything no, like that. No. It just looked off. It looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah, it looks like you know when you get your boobs done. And they're too hard. They're too hard and they're too tight. Like, they still need a drop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think she got a boob drop? I don't know. They just look really high. Something's happening there. I would like, <laughs> to, get, I would like to get to the bottom of that. But yeah. Yeah, the reunion looks so good. We'll get into it. We're excited for the reunion. The outfits are horrible, though. Yes. I think the only dress I like is um, Lisa's. I think all reunions lately... All of their outfits have been horrible. Who else was bad? I just feel like all reunions I've been watching, like all Housewives of the last couple years, like their outfits are. Everybody else is usually good. Remember, um, Erica Jane like was super dull this last one. Oh yeah, and but I, think, I think she did that on purpose. Yeah, she wore that like baby pink, just super basic, and her just her glam was not giving because she can't glam. afford the good ones anymore. Exactly, but I felt like they were friends. But um, you can't talk about Erica Jane. When the money was flowing, girl. When the money was flowing. I will not accept Erica Jane hates, nor Denise Richards hates. I like Erica Jane. I will not. I will not. But um, But she broke now. It's okay. She'll get back up. Oh, she has her hairline. Oh, she does? Her hair extensions came out. Yeah. Hair by Erica Jane or something. Don't quote me on that, but... Oh. Yeah, she has hair extensions now because her hair is always looking bomb. Like I know her hair always looks You know, good. Dorit's cute and all, but stop. I love Dorit. I love Dorit too, but like you can't compare to Erica Jane's glam because Dorit never looks fresh. Her glam always looks like she's been in it for a couple hours. Like her skin never looks flawless. Like Erica Jane looks like she doesn't even sweat. Like this bitch. Yeah. Looks I have a feeling so it's not gonna look like that anymore. Powdered and mattified. And I know they look that they they don't do her wrong. I no, say they that. really don't. And that's her why I just need Dorit to like you know step it up. Like if Erica Jane's gonna have money issues, you better get her glam team on you. Yeah, she looks good all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had the money for that type of glam but that just seems exhausting you have the youtube videos to watch and teach yourself okay <laughs> that's what you I'm have i'm just gonna do it the the low budget way i say this but my cousin's a hairstylist i know i'm a clothing or i was a clothing stylist my mom was a makeup artist for most of her life so and my younger cousin um is a makeup artist as well. She's yeah. just freaking insane. So every time and we go out, ground up, thing. okay. <laughs> Literally started at the bottom. Now I'm here, okay. I was never really into like, the makeup thing. Was nice. I like enjoyed it, but it's just it was always too much work for me. Mm. I would do it, but I wasn't. I never really committed. To me, it's never too much work if it means I look better than the way I did when I woke up in the morning. I just I was I've always been talking about being envious of other women. I've always been envious of women who, like, take their appearance so seriously that, like, they'll lose sleep. Like, they'll wake up early to do it. I will not be waking up early oh, to I, do it. Oh, that was me. That's me. I can't. I wish I, I will. Could. I'll get up a little bit early just mm-hmm. to, like. A little bit. But I'm not waking up at 6 a.m. Oh, no. I'm Ew. not doing Like, where, where am I going? I, I don't know. Like, work? Like, you're getting full glam oh, for, for work? Oh, for work? I, I'm a nurse. Well, that's true. I literally put concealer. But I you have nurses that, like, 
really get dressed like not dressed but really do their makeup and hair before the pandemic yeah but now everyone's like everyone's like f that i'm wearing a mask to work (gasps) oh that's true so you don't even like man the times have changed and now girls are like i mean youtube girls would just do their makeup just for their youtube video and not even go anywhere there's nowhere to go plus i i work night shift so i look like a zombie no matter what there is not an any amount of makeup in the world is going to help me look not like a zombie. I used to go to the club just so I had somewhere to get dressed to go. Really? Just because I wanted to wear so many outfits and I had nothing else to do. And I was like, I'm going to go to the club like five times a week just so that I can show yeah. off my outfits. You've probably been to the club way more than me. I was never a club girl. I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs. I just went to show off my outfit. Yeah. And then I started drinking, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a whole other story. Just to get you through the pain of the heels. That's why I drank. I when did I go not to clubs. care. Mm-mm. I do not care. I will. There. You did will you ever take your shoes off in the club? No. Not one you time. Maybe to get girl? in a fight, but like other than um, that, no, not one time. I have. Oh my god. This is recorded. I know. Do you want people to know that? But I was really drunk, and it was a bachelorette party, and I lost oh, one shoe. Oh, that's different. That's different. So I was one foot was barefoot. That's different. I lost the other one. Mm-mm. And then I found it. Someone found it, and then they were looking for me. They thought I was like Cinderella. They thought I was missing. <gasps> like, we found her shoe. Oh, my god! I was sleeping in the girls' lounge. I literally was never after-party girl, and all my friends, like – would go I would go with them, but I was never like, let's go to the after party. Oh, no. no. I would fall asleep at the after parties. Mm-hmm. Then we'd go to another club and I would be asleep in the booth and mm-hmm. be like, just wake me up when you guys are ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's me, girl. I'm like Leave your purses with me. Yeah, I'll go. I'll hold your stuff. They'll be my pillows. <laughs> I'll hold your stuff. And they're like, Okay, Jordan, let's go. And I'm like, I don't even want to know what time it is. I know. <laughs> Did you call the cab? No, yeah. No, I had good times. But I really, if I was going to go out to a club, I really needed people to hype me up. Oh, man. Nope. See, you, you like, literally just give me any any function and I'm going because I want to get dressed up and go. See, that stresses me out. Like, thinking about outfits, I'm like, oh, it's a lot of work. Thinking about doing my I'm, hair. But see, I'm, like, a t-shirt and jean girl. If I could wear a t-shirt, jeans, and, like, heels everywhere, I would. If I could find a middle ground outfit, like it sweats or all the way. <laughs> like, dude, you are. Sweats are all the way. You are all the way. There is no there in is between. There is no in between. I, I like dressy cash. I get so jealous of girls who are like, who have the off duty look and it just like looks so effortless. I'm always off duty. I love that. I know your hair always looks good too. Well, that's, I don't do, I do the same thing to it every time. It's all right. It works. Yeah, that's my motto. If it's not broken, I don't fix it. Exactly. I'm definitely the athleisure mom. Like, when you ever see those memes about, like, the moms that pick up their kids from school, Mm -hmm. I'm the athleisure one. I'm always in my gym stuff, but I do work out. Yeah. But I – because it's usually I work out while he's at school. So it works. So then Mm -hmm. as soon as I'm done with my workout, I'm, like, in the car ready to pick him up. Because you're so well – like, you – follow your schedule so well too your scheduler i am my schedule is everything i'm gonna try like i have a virgo rising so like virgos are known for being super 
like schedule oriented, clean. I can't believe we don't talk about astrology. I think that mine is a Virgo here. rising too. Really? Okay. See, that's why you have to teach me how to make a calendar, like how to mm-hmm. keep a calendar organized. Like with, um, as of late, I've been scheduling things like writing it in my Google calendar, mm-hmm. writing it down. I still have to get an agenda. But I really feel like I'm happier that way. Mm-hmm. But then I just get off track and self-sabotage. And then I'm like, fuck this. I don't know. My life's chaos. Like, But when it's steady, organized, it does go so much better. Mm-hmm. I know this month has been a little off for me because I did my schedule and then Fernando's schedule. But Mike didn't give me his schedule till late. So I never officially put him in the calendar. Oh, then he doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. I don't know what's going on in your life. <gasps> and then I'm like, you had a deadline. You had to have given me your schedule for February the week before Mm-mm. February Mm-mm. so that my calendar would be finished. Now I'm going to pencil you in and who knows if those are actually real. Like, what if I have to move things around? It's already on the calendar. I'm going to, I'm like, so you know what? You're just not going to be on there. The bus has left. Yeah. You had a time to get on and now the bus has left Mm -hmm. without you. Good luck. Talking about Virgo, another Virgo queen is Dr. Nicole Martine uh, from Housewives of Miami. Who I had the pleasure of speaking to in on my personal DM because she, I was watching Housewives Miami and I noticed that she was wearing this neon one shoulder leather top with the matching shorts and it looked just like which it, only you would like pay attention. To. Yeah, no, I, you know what? I have to start getting more into fashion and astrology on here, but we. It's only our fourth episode. We can only fit two personality, two of our eight personalities I know, at one we time. Have a lot of interests, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm like obsessed with this designer. Her name is Bridget. She's also an influencer, and she's just so sweet, so kind, so great. And she has the label called The Bar, and it's like beautiful feminine dresses, shorts, tops, like her line is just amazing right now she has like this tinkerbell dress that i'm completely obsessed with anyways go look at it it's called it's at the bar with an underscore the underscore bar i'm gonna look for it so i was watching housewives miami and nicole was wearing this and i took a screenshot of it and i posted it on instagram and i was like is dr nicole wearing the bar by bridget without even thinking that these people were going to acknowledge me mind you and she, and Nicole actually wrote me back and said, I am wearing it. And she told me she got it on Revolve. And we started talking and I sent her more of Bridget's line and told her she needs to wear it next season. But it was just such a kind, like, back and forth. I know. She was so that cute I wasn't, that. Is this this one? Yes. Okay. That I wasn't expecting. And it was just so kind of her to actually, like, have a full conversation of like telling me where she got it. I like, loved her for that. All of that. See, that's right. a girl's girl. That's a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you know, like when people ask you, like, oh, I love your top. I'm that person who's like, oh, I got it at yeah, this store. It was nothing on wrong sale. With and blah, 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 blah. Oh, you should I go get that. it now. Um, this just happened to me the other day. And I'm like, girl, go get it. It's on beat. Like, I was like telling her where yeah. I got my jacket from. And she's like, oh, wow, thank you. And I'm like, yeah. Literally. And then there's those bitches who are like, 
three seasons ago, you'll never find it now. Or like, I can find geez, anything on eBay. Down. Oh God, it wasn't even that cute. It was just sane. No, I drive Omar crazy because like, if we go out to eat, someone compliments me, I'll literally tell them where I got it right then and there. Oh yeah, I'll me like too. send. I'll be like, do you want me to send you the link? Yeah. And he's like, they just said it was nice. They didn't need the whole rundown. I'm like, no, but they did. Because everyone need needs this in their life. Yes. It's crazy. Especially it's like a limited item and it's going fast. Exactly. So yeah. shout out to Dr. Nicole and shout out to Bridget and the bar. Um, and shout out to Holly Madison. <gasps> I know. Because we posted about the um, Secrets of Playboy and we love Holly so much. And she actually liked our pose. We're still getting into this whole thing. It literally so like, made our we're day. We're very excited over stuff like this. It made our day, Holly. And I follow Holly on TikTok. Oh, my God. I love her on TikTok. I subscribe to your YouTube channel. There we go. We love Holly. Love her. So, yeah. I think we, like, went over so much. So much, as always. As always. And I hope that you guys are enjoying taking this journey with us and you know, doing the podcast thing, Modern Bitches. So follow us at Modern Bitches, Modern Betches. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, we tried to make it PG-13 by doing Betches, but we might just have to go back to Bitches. Yeah, it seems more fitting. I know. And I hope that you think it's fitting as well. <laughs> um, so follow us on Instagram at Modern Bitches. And yeah, you know. Oh, rate and review if you can. We are now on Apple. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And we're now on Google Play, Anchor, and Spotify. So if you can rate and review, that would be wonderful. Feel free to DM us about anything that we've talked about or something that you would like us to touch on. Oh, yeah. We are here for all the comments and suggestions. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. That's it, guys. All right. Well, have a great day, night, whenever you're listening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.